I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Now it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. So Russell Howard says despite not being able to see his friends physically, they're still getting him through life in isolation. He's seen the A... Uh, He's seen at the lockdown in his parents' house in Bath. Apparently it's a very nice Bath. Yeah, I'd imagine it is. And as well as uh, exercising more, Russell's got another way to distract himself. I also have twice weekly Zoom chats with all the guys that went on my stag do. That for me, honestly, it really, really gets me through just seeing my best friends howling with laughter. Howling. Howling with laughter. So One World uh, concert that was on, Lady Gaga, there's a a picture of her going around the world this morning. Because everyone was in their own houses, because, okay, you might get a penis to accompany you, as as Hosier did. Yeah, you heard me. But Lady Gaga was talking into the back of a $20,000 microphone. Oh, yes. And uh, people that work in audio have said, if this isn't a single example of how audio engineers are still very much needed... I don't know what is. <laughs> and you are. But she yeah. works so much with microphones, you think she'd know a thing or two about microphones. You would. And she like she must have I know she wears costumes, but her head is a costume. She looks different all the time. Yeah, and I think half, some half of the, the best superstars always change their image. Yeah. It's incredible what she's able to do. But yeah, wrong side of the microphone, gaga. Uh, Jimmy Carr thinks a light quiz is the perfect thing to take your mind off the lockdown. We'll have a light quiz later on on Instagram again. Uh, thousands of, are joining Jimmy every day on his social media channels for the little tiny quiz of the lockdown. And he shares why he came up with the idea. I noticed kind of the first few days of this, my attention span was just gone. I couldn't watch a movie because I couldn't make it to the end of two hours. So I just thought, well, something short and bite-sized is the way to go. Ten questions, ten answers, and you're done for the day. He must, he must be listening to Instagram, Jim, clearly. Rip, Rip off. off, car. Ten questions, ten answers. That's what we're doing. You're fooling nobody. Five seconds of summer on FM 104 is Strawberry Alarm Clock. Nowhere in the history of if we were still working in the studio, just to, at the end of a song, would my colleague Jim Nugent be able to be making a freshly brewed coffee? Yeah. But working from home has changed all that. Yeah, there is advantages, all right. <laughs> so, <laughs> this is better than anything I get in work. So uh, here we are once again, another week, it's the 20th of April, 11 minutes after 7 o'clock. We've uh, started the day a little before 7 with uh, a WhatsApp from a listener who's living in, well, is is from South Korea and is living there, but listens on the app, and uh, they're about three or four weeks ahead of us, he feels, in, in where they are. And people are a lot more free now in terms of how they can move about. Everyone's wearing masks, which is obviously not the case here. You do see some people, obviously. So yeah, um, I'd love to share that picture. I must ask him, is it okay if we share that picture? Because he sent us a picture of Olivia. It's Olivia, isn't it? And uh, Olivia was born in Dublin, and she's in a cinema, and she's saying a prayer for everyone in Ireland. And uh, yeah, they're, they're three weeks ahead, and he says, I've no doubt everything will be fine in three weeks. So, 
Fingers crossed you're right. Thank you uh, for sharing your message. And wherever you are listening around the world, if uh, you know if you're somewhere far, far, far away, we do love. To, it just makes the world feel a little bit smaller when you get in touch with it like that. Uh, and of course, everyone here in Dublin, that's fine too. Sure, where would we be without you? So um, the general gist of uh, the the lockdown, or is anyone going back to school or anything like that? We don't know yet. Uh, Simon Harris has said that it would be a madness to be complacent at this stage. We've done very well, but let's not ruin it now by just suddenly going out and uh, ignoring all the social distancing rules. Yeah, good bit of, uh, again, social media outrage over stuff he was saying. So I don't know if it was on one of his live videos. You know, obviously it's the responsibility that he's the Minister for Health, but he's doing a live Twitter video. Stuff that you say or even responding to a question can be taken totally out of context about going back to schools and there's people adding them saying, you know, this is, you're not sending my child back till I feel safe. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah, no, he, what he actually said was one of the things they're looking at down the line is that maybe schools go back one day a week, but he didn't say when. But then people, see, got, people lost control of it and just went, I don't want to go back for one day, that's, that's dangerous. He didn't say right now. In our very grown-up heads, you know, you might think that, but put yourself in the mind of someone in junior infants to tell them when they go back to school they'll be in senior infants with maybe a different teacher than the one they left yes. really abruptly in March. That's weird for them. Yeah. You know, so we don't normally do handovers in school, but let's say you can't all go back till September or whatever. There should be your old teacher for a few, just to try and transition, because it was weird at the best times going into school having a new teacher. And then add all this in. I saw something that was shared by a teacher last night, and uh, I think, think a teacher obviously wrote it. It was on uh, in April, and it said, Dear parents, don't stress about schoolwork. In September, I will get your children back on track. I'm a teacher, and that's my superpower. What I can't fix is social-emotional trauma that prevents the brain from learning. So right now, I just need you to share your calm, share your strength, and share your laughter with your children. No kids are ahead. No kids are behind. Your children are exactly where they need to be. Uh, with love, all the teachers on planet Earth. So, I thought that was very good. That's a good post, yeah. Well yeah. done, teacher. Well done. A new research has revealed that 70% of 16 to 19-year-olds are optimistic about the future. When this all ends, uh, 94% have stopped meeting friends. 80% are maintaining at least two metres social distancing in public. Uh, they, you know, they, they get a bit of stick. And look, I, I'd be lying if I said I haven't seen any teenagers in little groups, but I've seen plenty of adults in little groups as well who are, who also aren't getting it. Yeah. Um, it doesn't say here, there's no percentage of uh, of them who send Da's wrecking me head or Ma's wrecking me head. Uh, 80% have swapped real-time socialising for Snapchat, Instagram. Snapchat, 83%. Instagram's only 57%. Mm, discuss. Wow. And, uh, but Zoom has become a huge thing. Like there's a lot of people who never even heard of Zoom before are suddenly using it now a lot. Traditionally a work thing, and now a thing that makes you stay in touch with your friends. So I keep falling asleep in mine though. My nephew is going to be eighteen this week, and uh, there's no party. He was supposed to be going away, and you know he's about to do his leaving cert, and he doesn't know if that's happening. But his eighteenth, so we're, we're going to try and do some kind of meetup, video, virtual something to try and make the day go good for him, but mm. I'm missing a really good Indian out of this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know? M&S, was it? No, it would have been in a restaurant. Oh. So there was, it was a big family thing going to happen in a restaurant, and it was going to be his favourite food, so... 
Think of that. Okay. I'm just thinking that I'm missing that now. Well, rescheduled more than postponed. Exactly. Hopefully. Well, the, whatever we do, the part, the hoodie will have to be for everything that we've missed because there's so much stuff. Uh, last orders forever is the front page of the mirror this morning and that's basically pulls across the country could remain shut until next year and many say they won't be able to reopen I heard of a, an after school closing down there over the weekend they just message parents and say we won't be back sorry wow so uh, yeah obviously there's a lot resting on the economy and the sooner the better for many many people exactly I know it's worrying times for a lot of people um, any good news <laughs> I'm seeing the Waterford is the number one place for divorce. Is it? But they're very low uh, in official numbers on uh, COVID-19, so swings and roundabouts there. <laughs> uh, uh, diners make healthier choices when they're told how many minutes of exercise their meal would take to burn off, according to a BBC documentary. Uh, I, I thought, you know when the calories are there beside it and it says you have to run six marathons to have this slice of pizza? You just think, oh yeah, <laughs> don't you? You just, you block that out. Yeah, because it's, it's like when you're being told to do something that you don't want to do. Yeah. I don't mind the calories on menus in, in total, but yeah, this will take you 22 minutes of running five kilometres if you eat this Snickers. Ah. I do look at the red lights and green lights on packages. So if I see like a lot of saturated fat, I will try and go for the greener one. Well, well good for you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, Niall Horan got a good bit of news uh, over the weekend because he donated €100,000 to a loan wow. and he was involved in One World as well. I think Niall had his microphone on. Pharrell Gaga had her back to front. Photograph going around the world this morning. <laughs> uh, Noel Gallagher thinks he's going deaf. You said you wanted good news, didn't you? Uh, uh, yeah, if there's, any, if there's any, if you can find some. <laughs> Actually, you know who has good news? The listeners usually have good news. Coming up later on, I'm going to give you my absolute secret ingredient for banana bread. Yes, I went there. I waited for four or five weeks before I did it, but then I just thought, everyone else is doing it, and I'm getting hassled to do it. So, um, you I, have, I, have, I have a secret ingredient that disappears but makes it nicer. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, yeah, if everyone else is good news, what's up it into us? Read out your good news uh, after the next song. We so need good it. news, please. Good news only. Something good that happened to your house. It could be like that you, you dropped your toast, but it went butter side up. Whatever it is, it can be very small or, or something very big. <laughs> but please. <laughs> Give us something good, will you, please? Uh, I'm Sandra from Johnstown Bridge. And hey, she's got good news. She's got good news. Um... My daughter's this is my daughter's boyfriend's auntie gave birth on Friday to a girl my named Hope. My daughter's boyfriend's auntie gave birth on Friday to a girl named Hope. That's a great name this uh, this time as well. Yeah. Why called Hope? Because everyone needed me. Uh, my good news is uh, 10, 11 and 15, three of them. And I managed to only do one big shop last Thursday and it's still going. Might even get to Wednesday, says Tracy. Everyone's got their big shop right down now, don't they? Good news, guys. I'm back to work after a month off due to COVID-19, fully recovered and ready to get back to some sort of normality and routine. Oh, can we talk to you, Claire? Could you tell us all stuff? That would be How bad was it? No good news. The amount of uh, under-18s around Dublin City last night, large groups, was a disgrace. I work for the emergency services and parents have a lot to answer for. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, we're trying our best to uh, get the message out there as well, so... Um, we will keep banging the drum. Yes, we we will. Um, but 
Yeah, parents in in general when things go wrong. But I yeah, I just want to say like I got fresh air twice over the weekend and uh, I saw kind of adults with their kids in tow who are are you know bumping into friends, adult adult friends, yeah. uh, and they're having chats and the kids are getting bored doing little circles on their bikes and. I saw someone else on Twitter saying, like, you, you know, the idea of going to a park for a walk is not to go to the park to lie down in the grass and sunbathe for a few hours. So. Yeah, I've noticed it's got a bit loosey goosey over the last weekend or so. I don't know why Harris was tweeting yesterday about complacency. Obviously, he, he's heard and seen more things and been told things, but, you know, yesterday he made a significant tweet that said, I'm hearing little thing, things that are making me think people are getting complacent. We're not there yet. Well, I, I think it was the Late Late Show on Friday night. So when uh, Dr. Hullihan says, you know, we're flattening the curve and I don't think there's going to be a peak, everybody went, ah, oh, grand so. But well, that's fa- yeah, but that's factual. But that, that doesn't mean you won't spread it by no, exactly. being complacent. Yeah. So, so I think that's a part of it is people just thought this is the news we're waiting for. It's it's we're okay now, but it's not. We're 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 certainly in the woods still. So if you do have, uh, yeah, we we said good news. There are also well, it's Claire Claire getting back from COVID. That's that is good news. So she was off for a month due to it, which is uh, it seems like a lot. It's a lot, yeah. So let us know if you uh, if you did have any more successful news for the weekend. Did you bake something spectacular, like Jim? And like yourself, I saw you. you there was food shots going up on Nobby's Twitter. That you know, people are into really food at the moment. We've noticed. Even uh, you know, my missus is a vegetarian. She said she can't stop thinking about the burger that she put up. <laughs> a oh, big juicy that. meaty burger. I'd take that as a massive compliment. She just went, oh my God, that looks amazing. <laughs> so yeah, if you can get a vegetarian drooling over your meat burger, you've done a good one. <laughs> Lewis Cavaldi, he only shops in Aldi. It's the Strawberry Arm Clock on FM 104, 7.39. Jim, you, uh, you know, yes, I put up some pictures of burgers at the weekend, but I can't take the credit for them. I didn't make them. You, on the yeah. other hand, made what would qualify as a... Uh, pizza in an Italian restaurant photograph. Yeah, I'm telling you now, like I've made a couple of things this weekend. I, I don't know about you, but uh, waste doesn't happen as much. So you kind of making sure you eat, eating all the heels and stuff like that off the bread, yeah? <laughs> what? I don't throw out any food. I'm, oh, yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. I'm much more inclined to kind of save stuff. So I had some bananas that were going off, made some banana bread. Secret ingredient, uh, marshmallows. Oh, put okay, them, yeah, yeah. Put like some mini marshmallows rose. in your in your mix. They completely disappear, but they give you this little chewy kind of, <laughs> what's going on there? That's yummy. So that's for free. You can have that one, take that one to the bank. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I also uh, found a new way of making pizza. So I, as uh, you know, the now, real one now. I dabble with uh, making pizza every so often. Uh, and, you know, my missus kind of gets a bit upset. Because when she Oi. sees, well, because flour gets everywhere, and I get on a big. She calls it a figari. You, oh, can, you can't make an omelette without, like, look at any good chef. There's always a mess around the place. Yeah, well, I've had disasters as well, and I've got a pizza stone, and oh, nice. it's an awful lot of palava, and you get your oven up too hot, and your fire alarm goes off, and I'm going to get a pizza oven, but they're too expensive, and all that kind of stuff, right? But this is a better way of doing it. So I made right. my own dough. Now, let, let me ask you the questions that people who've never made or only once or twice made it. Did you, did you have to go to the effort of getting double zero flair? I already had some. 
Right. So yeah, that's that. You know, that's the best one to get. You can use bread flour. It's Was fine. that the most? Did you have to get yeast? Yeah, you need yeast. Yeah. Right. Are they the only two kind of more complicated things? Double zero flour. I've and got six. Yeast. I've got six sachets of yeast in my cupboard. Street value of ten grand. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so then what do you do? I sell on the corners. You want to some, Fancy oil. What, what kind of oil? Want some yeast, yeah. Want some yeast. Uh, just a little bit of olive oil, yeah. So we made the dough, right? I'm not going to go into that now. There's a million YouTube videos to show you how to do that. But I let it sort of uh, hang out in the fridge for two days. Get better flavour that way, right? Did you cover it with a tea towel or, or what? It was in a little, uh, yeah, a little lock and lock type thing. But the, the genius move I found out, I found, I found this guy on YouTube and he's uh, got loads, of, he's, a, he's a journalist and he's got, he blew up on YouTube um, from putting up pizza recipes and he got millions of views and now he kind of does that. But he has, I can't remember his name, but I'll, I'll try and find it for you. Um, so he does it, instead of, instead of, if you've ever made pizza at home, instead of using a pizza stone and everything, he, use, he does it in a, in a cast iron pan. So you put your dough in the pan. And put it's your, really hot. No, and you, then you bring it up to heat, so you're kind okay. of cooking underneath it for about 10 minutes, and then, then I put it under the grill to finish it off. Do you put your toppings on it in the cast iron pan, or do you put your toppings on it when it goes under the grill? You put, you put your sauce on straight away, but don't put your cheese on till the very last minute before the grill. Did you tear some mozzarella all over it? Yeah, you don't, and you use, you use the uh, low-moisture mozzarella. Don't use the, the big balls mozzarella. They're too wet. Right. I always wonder what's um, gone wrong there. I've learned a few things over, over this weekend, but I'm telling you, man, this pizza was rock and roll. Did you have to dust semolina flour all over the gaff? I put a little bit on the, on the base of the pan, yeah, with some oil that makes it non-stick. Jeez, in the time it took to do this, you'd have, you'd have a Domino's orders. <coughs> I'm telling you, and it, was, it was like we were kind of going, I don't know if this is going to work, and then we're kind of eating it going, <laughs> no, me. <laughs> <laughs> what was Simon Delaney doing around at your house? Very nice, <laughs> So it was, it was really good. So I highly recommend it. I, I find the name of the guy who, uh, his YouTube video I copied, but oh man, it worked. Well, there you go. Get those ingredients when you're in the shops again, and you too could be making your own pizza. Sounds pretty good, in fairness. Right. Thanks for the goo of pizza at a quarter eight on the Monday morning, Jim. Much appreciated. No it's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. Well, speaking of the One World comp, uh, Concert, uh, Hosier was, of course, there. And here's what he had to say before he performed Take Me to Church. Hey, I'm Hosier, here for the One World Together at Home show. I want to say thank you so much to Global Citizen and thank you to everybody for tuning in. Uh, I hope you can show support to your local health workers, care workers, doctors and nurses. And I'm going to sing you uh, Take Me to Church. My lover's got humor. She's the giggle at a funeral. Was everybody's disapproval. I should have worshipped her sooner. He has now, some one thing that is very impressive, Jim. Yeah. Uh, for any of us who've done Zoom calls or any time Skype calls over the last few weeks, you'll notice when you're talking to someone, sometimes their mouth is moving and the words haven't come out yet or vice versa. Yes, Sam's... I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. 
So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. With the John Legend, we're able to duet at this gig. Now, there were times when Sam Smith was slightly behind John Legend. Yes. But still, I mean, to duet over Zoom. Yeah, but it wasn't live. Right. So all those, all those things were recordings. But you'd still have to, using the video, it's not like they were, you know, syncing up audio afterwards or anything. It was still recorded in real time, like. I think it might be similar to the way we are talking to each other now, even though there would be a normally a delay, but the way we're doing it, the secret way, is uh, how we're... In I, I was impressed nonetheless. <laughs> well, the only reason I know that is because uh, I saw Keith Urban and he, he was, there were three of them duetting with himself. So I thought, oh, right, that's not live, so. Like, how did the Rolling Stones manage to do it? Most people that age, they, they can't... Am I on? Can you see me? By the way, oh, I want... Charlie Watts from the Rolling Stones was playing uh, the drums, but they were virtual drum... It was a virtual drum kit. Does anyone know how... Where, where can I get that, please? Santa, are you listening? Virtual drum kit. There was no drum kit in front of him, but he was... He was had these drumsticks, just drum in the air, and... But there's still the sound of drums, Yeah. Yeah. Do you really want Santa to bring that into your house? Yeah. He has headphones on. You can do it. You can do it. Of course I do. Of course I do. There's no, there's no bits and kit and all that stuff, the foliar bits. It's just like two sticks and yourself. It's air drums, but there's real drums there. <laughs> you listening, Santa? Niall Horan also performed. Uh, here's a little bit of Niall. Come on, Ireland. Here's What's the picture of this dude? I didn't see them. Uh, don't have it yet. They were on the earlier part of the gig, though. Okay. So they, I think they, did, they, they appear twice, do they not? Maybe I so. Them I saw them tweeting, we're going to be here at this time and then later at that time. We'll be chatting to them very soon so we can ask them those questions. Uh, interesting, you were mentioning the calories and, you know, if have told you how long it, it takes you to burn off a dessert. That's exactly what Fred from First Dates is doing tonight on BBC Two. It's called The Restaurant That Burns Off Calories. And basically, you'll have people enjoying lovely, lovely food in Fred's restaurant, and then around the corner are people who have to work off what the people are eating. So, wow. there's someone having uh, fish and chips with the beer batter and the whole lot, and someone around the corner is doing an 86-minute treadmill workout to 86 run 86 minutes? <laughs> someone else orders a burger, and five cyclists will be pedalling for half an hour each. <laughs> and at the end of it, the two groups meet up. And they guilt trip the diners as they realise the impact of the indulgence and how much they had to work out to burn it off. It would put you off your dinner, wouldn't it? It would. That's tonight, 9, BBC Two, with Fred Sirius. And uh, do we have time for one more, we do? Ah, yeah, sure, one yeah. more for the ditch, Charlie. The latest... <laughs> the latest episode of Peter Kay's Car Share, the radio version, the podcast version, has received hundreds of complaints... He's released an audio-only version of the show to entertain people during the coronavirus lockdown. However, the BBC report has re- uh, revealed a piece revealed uh, received criticism because of an offensive reference to breastfeeding. 
Here is Peter's intro to the audio piece. Hello, everybody. Given the current situation, I thought it might be a good idea to put together a short episode of Karsha. Obviously, we've not been able to film it, but I'm sure you can use your imagination. There's a little bit of swearing, no effing and blinding. Anyway, take care, stay safe, and hope you enjoy it. Benny Hill, the comedian, had to break his door down. Not a clue. You must know Benny Hill. My name is Fred Scoffle. Why are you saluting? I'm doing an impression of Benny Hill. I'll tell you, <laughs> like the women, used for chasing around the park in their underwear. Google him. <laughs> Google him. <laughs> I have managed to track that uh, podcast thing down. Yeah, let's have a listen. Sounds good. It's F104, that's Dish. We want to cheer you up. Um, we want to put a smile on your face. And uh, we've been looking at some of the, our favourite things from uh, over the last couple of years. And this is absolutely up there. If this gives you a giggle, let us know. Let us know that it has worked. Her name is Mary. She is the biggest Fair City fan ever. She works in Spar. And uh, her colleagues sent off a fake demo tape to Fair City so that she could uh, an audition tape. And uh, they said, look, could you do something with it? So we rang Mary, pretending we were from Fair City, and we got her to audition for Fair City over the phone. Uh, when she starts doing it in a French accent, that's when we lose it. You can hear the moment we start to lose it. We, and we actually kill the microphones because we're laughing so much. She's a legend. Let us know if this gives you a Hello? giggle. This F104. How are you, Mary? My name's Dennis Nicholson from RTE, from Fair City's casting department. Are you well? Um, yeah, I'm grand, yeah. So basically what we're doing is we're casting a, a couple of roles over the Christmas uh, festive season. And it'll be just from, you know, there'll be a couple of roles going in the in the in McCoy's, a couple in Spare, and there'll be a couple in the uh, in the Doctor's Surgery as well. Do you watch Fair City? I do, indeed. Oh, very good. Okay, so you know the stuff. You know the I characters. do, I oh. know the shopping all. Oh, very good. Okay, so you're working in the Spare yourself. I am, that? yeah. So well, we want people who are, like, you know, kind of fit in perfectly with the roles, you know? Oh, I would, yeah. And I you, say I would. you work in the deli. I work in the deli. Yeah. Right. Well, if if you've noticed down the back of the spare in Fair City, there is a deli. Yeah, but there's never anyone in it. Right. Okay. Well, listen. What we'll do is, if you don't mind, have you, have you got a second to take just to go through, run through a couple of options here? I have. Yeah. What we're going to do is, we're just going to look act out. I'm going to bring in Alan. He's one of our main casting guys as well, and we're just going to run through a couple of lines. Is that that's okay? No bother. Hi, Mary. Hi, yeah. How's it going? Alan McRedmond's here. How are things? Grand, not a bother, you. So basically, we're just going to run through a few scenes, and what we're looking for here now. I know it's over the phone, and you know we we did get your video, and we think you're we think you're great, we think you look the part, and all that. But we just want to make sure you're able to react, okay, to the characters and that. So we've got a couple of scripts here. We're just going to run through, okay? Yeah, no bother. I'm going to pretend I'm Leo. Okay. okay, and I'm coming into and looking to buy a, a chicken fillet roll. So we're just going to go through as, as okay. if he's buying a chicken fillet roll. So if you ask the questions, that yeah. that. How are you doing there? Hey Leo, what can I get you today? Oh, you'll have a chicken fillet roll, please, Mary. No problem. Would you like butter on that, Leo? No. Can I have some of that Cajun sauce? Of course you can. Would you like lettuce, tomato, onion? No bother. Will I cut that in half for you? There you are. Thanks very much, Leo. You made it too fast. Can you slow that down? Right. You, just, you made it too fast. It's not believable. Yeah, all right. Now let's just slow it right down. Right. As if you're really making the sambo, yeah? Yeah, that's the way I do. <laughs> no, you made it too fast there. It's not believable for the audience, you know? And if you break that fourth wall... People right. Will... How are you doing there? Hey, Leo, how are you? How would you know my name? From the shop, of course. I've never been in here before. I'll have a chicken fillet roll, please, Mary. Okay, no bother. Would you like butter or mayo on Slow that? it down, Mary. 
Would you like some butter or mayo on that? No, right, slow it right down. Like, you know Leo to character, yeah? Yeah. You need to slow things right down for him because, you know. Everything's very slow, okay? Okay. I'll have spicy chicken, please. No problem. Would you like butter or mayo? I'd like Cajun sauce. Cajun sauce, no problem. Slow it down. Right down, Mary. Spicy chicken, Leo. Really slow, Mary. We can speed it up in the edit, don't worry about that. Spicy chicken, Leo. No, I don't like spicy chicken. It gives me heartburn. Oh, that can happen, Leo. Have you seen my wife, Lana? Slow it down, Mary. Come on. Slow it down, Mary. Speeding it up there again. We just really need to... I haven't seen her in a while. Okay, that's very good. That's very good. Right, Mary, our last character um, who's going to come in, he's a guard, okay? Now, in this scene, he's basically... He's investigating the staff of the spar. All right. All right. All right. Madam, have you worked here long? I've worked here three years. You can speed it up again, Mary. Okay, Grant. Yeah, yeah. You're not talking to Leo now, you know? Yeah, yeah. Now, this is a guard. Oh, you right. need to be on your toes here yeah, for this okay. one. Yeah, okay. If you okay. actually can go really fast and make it a little bit more a little bit more French, your accent. French? Yeah. Just, uh, just say, hello. Like that. When he says hello, you say, hello. It's a cuisine de France, actually, that yeah. we have in, 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 in yeah. cuisine de France. So. Say bonjour to him as he comes in. Right, okay. <coughs> have you worked here long, madam? Hello, I've worked here three years. But are you messing? In French, Mary. In French, in French, Mary. Who's that, you f***ing messers? <laughs> Who's that? Ten- it's Mary. What? Do you know Andrew Cuff, do you? I'll knock him f***ing out. <laughs> Where is he? <laughs> <laughs> he's out, He's outside. He's on his day off today. But he told us you're a big Fair City fan, Mary. Yes, I fucker. Are you there, Mary? <laughs> She's hung up. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh, we have to get her back. Get her, get her back. back. She's hung up. She's hung up. I ring her back. I ring her back. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I'm going to kill you, Mary. It's the strawberry alarm clock in FM 104. Are you messing? We're not messing. No. Would you like a strawberry alarm clock cuddle mug to say sorry? Yeah, I would. Oh, Mary, you're brilliant. Oh, that's desperate. That's terrible. That's, oh, you've, you've you're a great future, Mary. Mary, you're brilliant. Thanks very much. Or should I say, you're brilliant. Oh, yeah, I was going, oh, holy Jesus. <laughs> Je ne sais quoi. <laughs> Hello. The Strawberry Alarm Clock. Wake up. You curly heads are freak. FM 104. FA104's Instagram with cover in a click. Young driver car insurance specialists. See what you can save. Cover in a click.ie. 10 questions. 60 seconds. 1,000 euro. FA104's Instagram. Instagram.
we have Thanks. Will from our town. Good morning, Will. Morning, lads. How things? Very, very good. Now, this is weird. They're doing a documentary on BBC at the moment about uh, Belfast Port. Yeah. Right. Don't know. Don't know if you've seen it. I it's on like well. Thursday. It's on Thursday night, so I watched the first episode last night and this big, massive uh, cruise ship, the biggest one they've ever had in Belfast Port, comes in and they explain how they get it in. They do an L-180 with it and back her up there and all that stuff, right? They were getting like three tonnes of uh, frozen Irish beef put on board. Anyway, loads of the episode was the guy who sits up on the crane moving all the containers. Right. And that's what Will does as well. Yeah. <laughs> wow. I'm getting there. You got there. Well, no, but hang on. Thursday nights on TV. My question so, is: you also drive a crane on a, on a busy day. Uh, they might have to do somewhere between sort of two fifty, three hundred containers a day. How many do you do, Will? Oh, we at the moment we do more than that. We've, between the ships and the trucks, we've been at least nearly a thousand a day at the moment. Wow! Well, there Fair you go. Place, yeah. So you see, there, there was a point to my question, Jim. I was just trying to get the context of it. There was, and I'd often see those as we, as we, as I drive in in the morning. I can see you guys working away there. So the blue you. ones down no, near Decky's Diner. No, I'm on the far side. No, the red ones. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah Who's faster? Red. Are the blue? Are, is red faster than blue? Oh yeah, we're much better than them. Right. And like uh, Jim got into the complexities of wind when it's windy and you're one of those crane operators. That's that's a problem. Oh yeah, if it reaches a certain point, we have to stop, cut off, and wait for it to die down. Yeah, and you can hang out over the water and look down through your little glass, little square. Feels like you're going to fall through. <laughs> yeah, I was interested. I was glued. It sounds like you're interested, all right? Yeah. <laughs> so, Will, uh, when you play Instagram in your own head up the crane, how do you do? Up the crane. Oh, it depends. From week, week last week was a bad week. They just my question. Really? Threes and fours last week? Yeah, it was. Nobody reckons it's very doable this morning. Well, fingers crossed. Okay. Well, let's find out. Let's stick your, let's stick your ten questions on and uh, wish you the very best of luck, Will. Yeah. The game yeah, in three, two, one... Name the five vowels. A-E-I-O-U. What day is it? Four days after Thursday. Monday. What two-player outdoor game consists of a tennis ball on a string attached to a central pole? According to the proverb, what gathers no moss? No idea. True or false, Sean Mendes never uses elevators. Oh. Bill Gates is the co-founder of what corporation? Microsoft. Who had a 2016 hit with I Took a Pill in Ibiza? Mike Pogler. Karen Toole is in which Irish county? What is the name of the rubber disc used in the in an ice hockey match? Hook. And which is the only actor that played the Joker in a film that's not American? Heath Ledger. Good man. That was a tricky one, that one. 
answered. Has now, he conquered? I, there, there was one I didn't hear the answer to, but we carried on. Was that Sean Mendes? The, the two-player outdoor game consists of a tennis ball and a string. Oh, yeah. Oh, he didn't say... Tetherball. Tetherball. Tetherball could be the name for it as well, I think, maybe. Swingball is the one that I was, lo- was looking for, but I think Tetherball is kind of the American version, so yeah, it's, it's, I would, I'll give you that. Oh, you let him have that, are you? Good man, Jim. Good well, man. Well, tetherball, yeah. I mean, I think it's. I think. I think tetherball is the same thing. So, Jim's getting soft in this lockdown. Finally, uh, Rolling Stone gathers no moss. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Now they just said it. Uh, Tool. Karen Tool is in uh, Kerry, not Claire. Bring it a miss. So this, they're the only two you missed. You got yeah. an eight. That's not bad. It's not bad, it's not bad at all. Yeah. Good start. You set the bar high for the week, Will. Those yeah. fellas in the blue cranes wouldn't have got that. No. Oh, no. They'd have been around five. <laughs> <laughs> come here. If I'm ever looking for work experience, I'll look you up and I'll come down and sit in the crane beside you all day, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. You're always welcome here. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. It sounds like you'd be more interested in it than you. <laughs> He's probably uh, lifted one of the containers full of cuddle mugs, Jim. Yeah, exactly. But now you have one of your own, Will. Fair play. Cheers, lads. Okay. Mind yourself. Cheers, Will. Bye-bye. Thanks for playing. Will on the front line. It's time for Showbiz News. FM 104's Dish the Dirt. So, uh, One World Together was on at the weekend. Um... Lady Gaga organised it, Rolling Stones, Paul McCartney, Billie Eilish, Jennifer Hudson, they were all in there, including Ireland's Niall Horan, Hosier, and Picture This, uh, who played their new single, Troublemaker. Very good single. Here it is. Hello, we are a band called Picture This. We're coming to you from isolation for the One World Together at Home show in association with the World Health Organisation. We're very happy to be doing so. This is Troublemaker. She couldn't talk I waited five minutes Then jumped in my car Sped down the highway Where I thought that she was We don't have a pick of the week this week Just saying It's a good one, yeah uh, John Kaczynski uh, was on there And he uh, had a virtual prom With the help of his celebrity friends The Jonas Brothers, Billy Eilish and Rain Wilson The live stream on uh, Krasinski's YouTube channel Saw Rain Wilson turn up and uh, have a chat with Krasinski along with the Jonas Brothers before they played one of their hits with while Billie Eilish played Bad Guy. We oh, go way back. She's actually a fan of a show I did called La Oficina. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Billie Eilish is in the house. Hello, John. Billie, you? you just hit your all-time career low being on this show, and you know what? I admire you. Oh, they froze. Did you freeze? Do you guys want to play a song? Um, Absolutely. We're here. We're here. Why not? Oh, my God. Guys, all right. I think we're we're back. You guys go take your stage. John. Yes, Yes, please. Yes, we do. That'll all get edited out. Good thing it's not live. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) We could do a bit of that ourselves, in fairness, from over the years. (laughs) Phoebe Waller-Bridge is seriously proud of herself for making priests hot again. Of course, in Fleabag, there is uh, the hot priest... 
played by our own Andrew Scott. And uh, she's delighted with herself for making priests cool. Really, really proud of myself for that. I think that might be that might be the thing I'm most proud of. Apparently, there was a priest, there was a poor priest in the UK who started getting unsolicited photographs of women sending themselves, like sending naked pictures of themselves to this um, guy's email that had been passed around just because they were watching Andrew so much and needed an outlet, and they found this one poor priest who's I don't know if he's still going, but. Um, I was going to say, does he get to keep his top on all the time now? But I'm not sure if it does, or he does. And we've uh, one more there, Charlie. Have we? Yeah, if you like. Yeah. The new Star Wars saga is out. John Boyega thinks that the cast and crew get closer every time, uh, even on their final outing. The Rise of Skywalker is now now on DVD. Have you seen this streaming? One? I've seen it. Yeah, it's and? fantastic. It's brilliant. And uh, he appears in Star Wars: The Rise of Skywalker, which is out now. And uh, John explains how everyone felt as they worked on the final film. This is the most comfortable that everyone's ever been. Remember, Force Awakens, it was nerve-wracking, kind of like knowing, you know, how the characters are going to relate to each other, what we're going to do. Last Jedi, we were kind of all separate. With this, we all come together, an ensemble, we're laughing every day. It was such an amazing experience. Slow down there, John. You talk very, very fast. The The Mandalorian's pretty good as well. Yes, it is actually uh, the thing that is out this week finally for everyone it will be Afterlife 2 now Jim has said it was heavy bananas and I thought it was just you know Jim is a very very harsh critic sometimes but yes I've watched about four now and I mean look the first season was heavy bananas as well when you think about it yeah but, but like there was something in my eye in one of them over the weekend yeah, that's very emotional. There's that like doesn't a, happen. It's the Easy. gut punch. And uh, as I was watching, I was thinking, all right, he's going to... Five and six will be really, really light now compared to all this. <laughs> no. Now, I mean, <laughs> there are very, very funny bits. I mean, even yeah. the ginger kid is in it, although you just there's nothing said from what I've seen. It's just, oh, there's the ginger kid again. Yeah. We all know that line. Um, but, <laughs> I mean, there are laugh at loud moments, but, Jesus, it's uh, it's tough. Yeah. I think that's I think that's what he's going for. It's like, you know, and, and there'll be there'll be some. Oh my god, that person's in it as well. So it's very very good, but just yeah, yeah heavy heavy L bananas. Absolute two coming later on this week. It's good like though. It's, it is very. No, good. it is. It is very good. Hello FM one hundred four. Hello there, it's Amy Huberman here. <laughs> yes, caller. <laughs> How are you doing? We're in our own houses. Are you? Yeah, I'm in yeah. Greystones. Nobby's in Port Marnock. Where are you? I'm at home in West Lines in my house. I don't have any radio station here, but we're managing, you know? That's a nice well, colour, yeah, the, the wall that Brian was leaning against there. Isn't our own day a lovely colour? <laughs> what colour is that? I honestly can't remember. I'll have to look back on all that because I, I blocked it all out. I found Don't a bit of carrot on the floor and I put it in the bin, but I won't move anymore. Double seven four. It is the strawberry alarm clock, and we can now go to speak to Amy Huberman. And breaking news: she's just found a piece of carrot on her floor. Can you <laughs> tell know, us about I, the carrot? I, I nearly, I was nearly just going to get too excited to tell you, but you know, now that we're in here and we're, we're, we're we started, yeah. Do you know what it is actually? Somebody, somebody told me to give the puppy a carrot from the fridge because it helps their gums and their teething. But now there's just carrot all over the house. But it gives me something to do. I just walk around and pick it up and, you know, kills kills 20 minutes or so, you know. How is the puppy training going? We, we saw him on the telly last week. He's look very, or she, he looks very nice. She, yeah, she's, she's gorgeous. She's a great little thing. And I, I would think it'll be, it'll be great now because the weather's good and we're at home and we'll be great training her. But I, I don't know. I think she's confused because we're, the back door is open so much that so she doesn't really see a difference between inside and outside. 
<laughs> so she's like, this is be everywhere. And every time I think, and I'm like, oh, I think she's really smart. I think she has it now. There's just a giant poo waiting for us in the kitchen or um, we everywhere. Actually, I had to take her out of the kitchen last night because Brian was on a Zoom call late enough. I think he was on to somebody in the States. So I took her up to the room and it was just that, like, she was up there for an hour. It's like, how is she not going to do a wee on the bed? But it's that kind of excitement <laughs> that keeps me going these days, you know? Keeps the life on the edge. <laughs> You're brilliant at the Instagram. I mean, you, I've never seen anyone get so much use out of an elf on the shelf, but you keep it going all year round. <laughs> all year round, the elf on the shelf. Where no, no, it? like your, your Insta stories are always really funny. Oh. Do they just come to you in a moment, a flash of a moment, or do you put a lot of thought into them? I mean, well, at the moment I do have time on my hands, but in general, no, I don't like, I, I, I try not to be on my phone too much during the day, but if something kind of, I, I think, fun happens, just capture it and, and say it and move on. But there's also a scary element to that as well. Am I offending anyone? Have I written the right thing? Send, 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 send. Worry about it later when you get loads yes. of annoyed people. There's going to be something in the background that shouldn't be there one of these days where you're just exposed. For anyone's watched any of Brian's live streams on Instagram Live with some players, that, which are pretty good to watch actually, and yourself as well, uh, your kind of iPad or laptop is angled up towards the ceiling. So no matter who walks in, even if it's, I don't know, anybody. You're safe for a while. You won't see them. And then yeah. As, yeah, they come in and say, say something horrific. But otherwise, you're safe. You can't, you can't see too much. Yeah, the, the angle that I was using his iPad because he had the Skype line on that, and I, 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 <laughs> I don't think it's the most flattering of angles, but I can't even see the video on his one. It's so tiny, so yeah, it's the, definitely the up the nose shot is 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 working for the moment. So all you got to do is just brush your hair, blow your nose, and you're good to go. So let's play lockdown uh, checklist bingo here now, Amy. Uh, have you made okay. banana bread? But do you know what? Weirdly, I haven't, but I, I have the ingredients from yesterday from the, super, the weekly supermarket shops. I'm going to make it today. It's got pecans and walnuts in it. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know about oh, that. Kids oh. will not be a fan. I'll let you know how yeah, that goes. The posh banana bread. Have you had any okay. food that you used to have as a teenager? I was spooning Nutella out of the jar the other day, but I don't know if it's made anything else. The toasted cheese sandwich has made a serious comeback. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't even know why it should have gone away, to be honest, but it's back in, in force now. Sure, Brian, it's have you learned bread anything? and tea brack he's made tea brack <laughs> yeah he's made tea brack I don't I, 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 like and, and this I, I, I don't mean to sound disparaging or ageist but is that is that a thing so we've got tea brack we've got no banana bread we've got tea brack Bod have you learnt anything about uh, Brian that you didn't know before uh, you spent so much time locked in the same house I've learned that he can make tea brack <laughs> that he can paint a shed if he's made to and that he can hang pictures on the walls if he's made to do you know what actually there's been lovely stuff about it as well I know we'll all be everyone will be looking forward to getting back to their lives but it's been nice to just hang out and, and do the house stuff yeah he's, he's kind of upskilled his DIY in a big way so that's good and I can shave his head I've learned that about, about myself as well I can oh, shave yeah. his head yeah, that well, was great it was, a good job it was there. so therapeutic it was so nice Oh, I put the clippers on and just pretended they were broken. First one was like right down the middle at the top. What really blade did you use? Blade four on top and a blade three for the for the L fade. Because I mean, if yeah, this was still good. as rugby playing days, whatever style of hair Brian had at the time, that used to get international headlines. <laughs> the blonde, the, the, the Brian Blue kind like. of look, and <laughs> <laughs> I think I prefer the buzz cut definitely. Yeah, it suits yeah. me, yeah. action man. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, exactly. It was really nice to do. Shh, 
shear that head. So obviously you are a Barnardo's ambassador. Um, yeah. As much as, you know, we're all kind of saying how mad our times are for kids who are maybe in situations at home and yeah. they're extra vulnerable at the moment. Yeah, um, and so, thanks so much for, for letting me talk about it. Bernardo's have, have issued an urgent appeal at the moment um, because they've had, to, they've had to kind of adapt a lot of their frontline services to help vulnerable children um, and families around, around Ireland. And they're doing door drops of food and nappies and essentials. Um, and they've also started up their, uh, uh, a phone service. So anyone, um, any kids or any parents who are, you know, are feeling an excess strain at the moment, maybe you know, with those issues of domestic violence or, you know, drug addiction, they can call uh, the Bernardo's line and, and, and talk to somebody. And anyway, they're, they're looking for, for donations as well online. You can go to www.bernardo's.ie as well if you feel like you're in a position to donate. So, yeah, I mean, all of us are kind of doing our bit and staying home and, and all those. But, you know, um, there, there are, unfortunately, people, as we know, in, in far worse situations. And so if there's, if there's something that we can do to help be great to support them absolutely yeah yeah and all of us have little people in our houses so it's, it's hard to imagine that yeah. lives like that have to exist absolutely and you know this uh, when i provide so many services where they you know they where they have you know play groups of kids and they can with counseling with families and unfortunately all that all that is on hold at the moment so it's it's just you know extra support at this time where things have so radically changed in 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 everybody's lives we had the president on and we asked him what song he's going to wash his hands to rather than happy birthday he went for hosier take me to church michael oh, wow. uh, nice. simon harris went for the killers i believe wasn't that right Mimi? he actually said uh, i'm a bit of a poxy singer myself which we weren't really expecting simon harris to say but <laughs> oh. our show brings out the more casual side of people <laughs> oh, so he's going to be, he's so going to be washing his hands to that. Yeah. So, what song would you yeah. be if you had to if you had to switch out uh, "Happy Birthday" for your, another favorite? It's, what would you be not, washing your hands to? It's probably not upbeat, but I found so we've got this radio in. I have the radio on all the time um, downstairs at the moment, so, and, and I couldn't figure out how to switch back from the CD player. I'm very technically minded. It was a CD that had been in there that nobody had even turned on and looked at since we moved to last year, and it, it's it, it's Whitney Houston's greatest hits. So uh, my oh, yeah. family now hate me because I have it on in the kitchen all the time and I just screech uh, singing. And a lot of them are kind of ballads, so that's what I'm washing my hands. Brian told me the other day that he met her one day, and I, or once, outside a hotel. I was appalled that I never... That's one thing I've learned about Brian in, the whole, in, the, in this whole <laughs> lockdown, is that he once met Whitney Houston. <laughs> and it's taken him <laughs> to find out. And he's so casually dropped him. I was like, I have a mental picture of you now uh, singing How Will I Know into a wooden spoon and picking up carrots and Brian's name drops off the floor. I mean, listen, that's, that's, that's our lives at the moment. That's how exciting it is. And yeah, wiping up weeds, singing to Whitney Houston and then just going for another wash your hands on track three. <laughs> so listen, I think, you know, that, that's, a big, that's a big thing that we shared in, in all of this lockdown. It's, it's been very Whitney themed. <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe we'll see the Brack on the shelves when things go back to normal. Bod's Brack. O'Driscoll's. Yeah, that'll be a new little venture for Bod's for Brack him. or yeah. or O'Driscoll's Bod's Genuine Brack. Irish Brask. <laughs> <laughs> the Bod is Brack in town. That's when he gets out of, <laughs> gets out of quarantine. <laughs>
<laughs> He'll be selling it outside our house. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, brilliant, brilliant. Um, as always, Amy, it's a it's a pleasure. This is the third time now we've interviewed you. It took us years to get you, and, and now we can't get rid of you. I feel like it's I've chatted to you guys way more than that. But maybe that's just me talking along when you're on the radio, and it's a very one way conversation. Yeah. <laughs> And it's lovely, it lovely to chat to you again, guys. And thanks so much for for having me on. And mind yourselves and stay clean and safe. <laughs> stay clean. You too. <laughs> stay clean. Have a good one. <laughs> mind yourselves. Thanks, Amy. Bye. So we love getting your WhatsApps, and we always keep an eye on the WhatsApps. And this morning, uh, no different. We got one, and it popped in from a listener called Claire. And we thought, oh, we could have a chat to Claire. So Claire, tell us, uh, good morning first of all, you're from Ballymun and you were returning to work today after a month off. You had, you had coronavirus, did you? I did indeed, yeah. Um, happy Monday. <laughs> happy Monday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, had is well, a much we're, happier we're, word, we're, isn't it? Yeah, um, yeah well, well, well okay, first of all, we're glad you're well. Yeah. Um, okay, so when did you first... Um, I first, it was around the 18th or 19th of March. Um, I kind of started with normal flu-like symptoms, and then it took about four or five days before I got really bad. Um, and the only way I can describe it is like having somebody on the inside of your chest, squeezing everything together. You know, you're 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 really short on breath. You're, you're it felt like I was kind of constantly trying to catch my breath. But that really bad stage only lasted for two three days. And then it was kind of back to flu-like symptoms, the fever, the cough kind of lingered now for, for a further week or so. But but after that, I, mean, I completely bounced back to full health and, and I'm back on the road now to work, which, which is great. So in terms of testing, what mm-hmm. did you ring your GP? What, like what, what did you do to find out more? Initially, I start work at eight o'clock in the morning so the GP wasn't up to nine so I initially rang the HSE and gave them a, a kind of a run through the, the symptoms I had and they advised self-isolate straight away ring your GP um, speak to your GP and they'll refer you for testing so I done that I waited till nine o'clock rang the GP um, and then they referred me for testing it took that was on the Monday and then I got tested on the Friday of that same week um, but then it took a four or two weeks before I got results I'm sure by that stage I was I was out of, like, my fever had gone, the symptoms had gone, and I was almost ready to come out of isolation. Right. And was your, was your cough still there? Was that also gone at this stage? No, the cough kind of lingered on um, right up until near the end. That lingered for, for a good maybe two, probably nearly three weeks. Um, but the most important symptom they were worried about was the, the fever and the shortness of breath. Hmm. Sure, yeah, because a cough would take two or three weeks to shift from just a regular uh, flu symptoms anyway. But exactly, uh, you you also had the because a lot of people said that uh, me included, I had a very bad flu around Christmas time, and a lot of people uh, I know had the same thing. And a lot of people were wondering, was that uh, was could that have been coronavirus? But you had that as well, did you? I had that as well. I was convinced when I heard the coronavirus was around. I was convinced I had it before Christmas because I was really sick. And it was one of these that lingered for for weeks and didn't shift, um, and, and, and nobody can say it, it was or it wasn't. Um, but I've been tested this time; it was positive. But I'm I'm fully recovered now. Because there was the time back in January or February, Jim had me locked in a, in a room in a cupboard, yeah. and we yeah, were. I, I, I was. <laughs> I was snotting and coughing, and I, did, I don't. I didn't have a fever though. But so yeah, I think I was ahead of Simon Harris on that one, Nobby. Yeah. <laughs> You're ahead of the world, Jim. 
<laughs> China hadn't even bothered to tell us yet. Yeah. So when you get the results, Claire, what's it like? Is it a letter or do you get a phone call? Um, they say that you get a text if it's negative and it was positive. So they, they just gave me a, a phone call and that's when they begin their contact tracing. Um, so I just I received a phone call um, and they'd asked me who I'd been in direct contact with um, since the symptoms first arrived. They asked me how I was feeling then. And so by that stage, I was I was grand. I was back to normal. Um, I was I was out of isolation, out of prison, I suppose. You know, I was, I was able to, to go back out and, you know, do a bit of shopping and that myself. Um, so that way it was, it was a phone call and that came from the HSE. Wow. Yeah. And I, I don't know what the, I mean, did you feel uh, I knew it or was it a shock? It was a bit of both. Um, I mean, I felt more relieved that I wasn't kind of over-exaggerating, you know, when, when you're sick you always, you know, you, you cry over the silliest things and, and I, I felt like it was, you know, I was like, kind of my, my last wife, I, I felt like I was near the end, but I, it was kind of, it was a relief known, and it was a re- it was even more of a relief known that I'd gotten over, and I'd gotten the odd care, and I was able to go back to, to normal life, well, as normal as it can be in these times. Um, I think if I had found out sooner, it would have made me worse. It was probably just as well that yeah. I had gotten over and then Yeah, because you were, you were, you you were over it before you realised what well, you actually had it. So yeah, yeah. it would have probably been much scarier. Yeah, going and the through one thing the they did say was that the fact that I isolated straight away from that that first day that that I felt sick, they said if everybody was to do that, then we'd be in a much better position. You know, um, yeah. Because yeah, like, a lot of people don't know. As I said, it was like a normal flu. I felt I had um, stuffy kind of nose. You know, that real heavy headedness, bit of a fever. And just with everything going on, I said, it's, it's not worth putting myself and others at risk. So I had to make the call to, to step back and isolate straight away. And it now, obviously, people difficult. can hear yeah. People can hear from your voice, Claire. You're not an L one. How old are you? I am 28. So there you go. 28. Yeah. And where do you think you may have picked it up from? Just you know, I was in, about? yeah, I'm, I'm a field sales representative, so I'm kind of in and out of different, different stores and accounts every day. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it can be anywhere at this stage. You just have to make sure that you're you're cleaning your hands. You're, you know, you're not going out unnecessarily. And like, just there's people in my my own local shop that are around ten, fifteen hands a day just just to get out. And we understand you have to get out for the bit, bit of air. But I mean, you know, this thing is is serious, and there is people that aren't lucky enough to, to get over it. You know, but if if everybody does what they're supposed to, you know, we, we'll be fine. Now, obviously, you're COVID-free and symptom-free now. What do you think about masks? Are you, would you wear one? Or do you like seeing other people wearing them so there's less chance of you getting it again? Or what well, do you think I have, yeah. I've, I've started to wear it now, especially, especially um, a bit, you know, it's it's just in the back of my head where I, I don't want to get it again and I wouldn't like anybody else to get it because although I've recovered, it's not nice when you're going through the most of them. No, you of know, course not. And obviously... It should be said, you know, it's still very early days in research. They don't even know if you do. Can you? Is it as bad? Uh, it is the story we learned, of course. So we have to ask, what what did you what did you do to take your mind off when you were self isolating? What were you watching? What were you listening to? Um, Netflix, um, video chats to my sister and, and her children. Um, and I've actually got a, a dog in the last week as well. So that that's kept me kept me quite busy. Um, I've cleaned the apartment from top to bottom. <laughs> um, just, just general kind of household things, and, and checking in at work and that as well. Just to, although I couldn't do anything from home, checking in and out, and, and just you know, just just talking to, to people, and you know, the video video chats and that were the best because they it felt like although we weren't there, I could I could communicate with them all, and 
you know, and feel some sort of normality. And see you were isolating, but there. you didn't. You didn't feel totally alone for, from all yeah. the gadgets. So, Claire, yeah, exactly. you you're you're recovered from this now, uh, thank God. Uh, but you're you're 28. You had it. It was bad. What is your message to you know the people who said that the, at the weekend they saw lots of groups of 18, 19 year olds hanging out together, relaxing the social distancing? Have you a message for them? The the one the most important thing I can think of is everybody has somebody at home, whether they're elderly, whether they're vulnerable, with asthma. And um, you know, I've got um, a nephew who had kidney failure. He's he's only two. Everybody at home has somebody like that. You can carry it and pass it on to people who are having symptoms yourself. So just be be extra cautious and conscious of those family members that you could easily spread it to. Um, because it takes hold and, and it gets really bad in a matter of days. What I love about this, Claire, is just that, you know, we're not doctors. Uh, you've yeah. obviously gained experience from living through it. And I think these more normalised chats about COVID can do an awful lot, as obviously as well as the the medical and the science the science chats yeah. as well so it's been incredible just to hear from a, a dub 28 kind of real world explanation yeah. in, in reality <laughs> it seems you're, like you're not missing much by staying at home for, for a couple of weeks to let this pass it will go away just, just staying no, home was I saw, you know you yeah, saw you Ricky Gervais Ricky Gervais saying on Friday, you know, everyone in all the countries, all the government are asking to do is stay home and watch stuff and listen to stuff that's it yeah. <laughs> when so you break it down like that He's right. We'll go back to normal pretty quick, and people will be fine to be paid to sit at home and not have to school and, and things, you know. <laughs> yeah, I know enjoy, yeah. enjoy it when it lasts. I know exactly. Well, this is day one of back to normality for Claire. Back in work. I uh, hope they go easy now. Not too e- emails or f- too many phone calls today, Claire. Yeah, tell them to back off. No. Yeah, just just a welcome back <laughs> and get back to it. <laughs> well, look, there's a cuddle mug with your name on it when uh, when we reopen for normality anyway. Oh, brilliant. Could have done with that the last couple of weeks. Cuddling in, but <laughs> <laughs> fill it with fluids. <laughs> well, stay safe and stay healthy, Claire. You too, guys. Thanks so much for having me on. Thanks for no problem. Thanks for talking Cheers. to us. Bye, bye. Take care. There's Claire. She's all good. Back to normal.